action episode, pseudo emergency episode of the Weekend Wire. We've been on hiatus pretty much the back half of the summer. I think the last time we did a podcast was when Lillard and Harden requested their trades um, within a couple of days of each other. But one of those trades has gone through and it's not to the team that we all thought it was going to be, but uh, Damian Lillard is headed to the Bucks. Um, as of yesterday, um, Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton, and a 2029 Bucks first round pick are going to the Blazers. And Yusuf Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Nasir Little, and Keon Johnson are headed to the Suns as part of this trade. Um, the Bucks just getting Lillard there. Um, so instant reaction for you. Uh, we'll save your Suns feelings <laughs> for, for later. But yeah. Instant yeah. reaction for you from a Bucks standpoint and should they be the title favorites like they are? Yeah. Um, I mean, if they weren't already the title favorites, I think Dame definitely pushes them over the edge. Uh, I think that, I mean, that Dame Giannis combination is probably the best duo in the league. I don't think that's too much of a stretch to say. Um, We're talking about an at worst top five player in Giannis, probably a top three player. Some people probably even have him as the best player in the NBA right now. Um, and he's finally getting the kind of scoring guard that uh, I think it's fair to say he's never really had. Drew was uh, serviceable, but never really, uh, you know, a scoring guard in the way that Lillard is. Uh, Middleton, I guess you can kind of say, has been a pretty good scoring combo guard. But uh, it's a pretty big bump up in scoring from Middleton to to Lillard. Um, this is, I think, that, you know, defense and all that, I don't think is really going to matter all that much. I think they'll find a way to make it work. You still have Brooke Lopez. You still have Portis. You still have Giannis. You still have so much size on the Bucs. Um, I don't think losing Drew is going to be the key factor here. Um, I think this pretty much puts them, like, a considerable ways above every other team in the East. Um just because I think that every other team in the East, I feel like I have question marks with their scoring at times. We've seen like Boston's offense dry up. We've seen Miami's offense dry up. Um, but I mean, this uh, it's tough for me to see any team beating the Bucks this year. Yeah, um, I think the biggest thing for me is this is going to solve the offensive struggles that that you've talked about that we've talked about with. Um, in the Budenholzer era, like ever since Giannis has been on the team and they've made the playoffs, they've never been a top five team in offensive efficiency um, in the playoffs. So, and they were able to win a championship without doing that. But um, you've seen in recent years, especially um, last year versus uh, some, for some of that championship stretch. And then last year against the heat where even, even Drew Holiday was getting emasculated by Jimmy Butler um, at the end of the game four and game yeah. five. So, um I'm not, he's, he, he was an aging piece. Um, and Lillard certainly is too. The top end talent is just a lot higher. And, um, what you said about the duo, I don't think we can, I don't know if we can go that far yet considering what Jokic and Murray just did. Um, and yeah, they, they lost some pieces in the off season face value. Yeah. You've probably got two top 10 player in the league now, and you can't really say that about Murray, but, um, I mean, I, I love Jamal, but like it's it's Damian Lillard man yeah like the chemistry, the chemistry that those guys have if 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 Lillard and Giannis are able to get on that level um it's it's kind of like like are you going to be almost forced to play drop against this team where um Lillard is just going to be able to hit jumpers over and over again because you're so worried about the role like how does the pick and roll coverage come in and 
Um, Lillard, I mean, that's a guy that can score. We've seen it 70 points in a game where Murray's not at that level yet. So um, what they lose on defense, they're gaining, I think, even more so in offense. Uh, you still got Middleton, and he's able to – like he doesn't – Middleton doesn't even have to be the guy in crunch time anymore um, like he was very often for this Bucks team, and he, he sort of slowed down last season. That um, could be the result of the injury he had in 2022 or not, but this takes a lot off of his plate, and if he's just able to attack off the catch and do his thing in the mid-range, that should pay dividends for him too. Um, and like you said, they, they were able to keep Brooke, um, and going forward, you shouldn't see those offensive struggles, and this team should just be dynamite. And I, I agree with you. They should be the favorite. So um, they, lo- they lose Grayson Allen in this trade. Um which is a tiny bit of depth, but uh, they, they have Beasley on the roster as a shooter. Um, so I don't know. I think it's kind of a wash. Like what, what you, it doesn't seem like a massive package to give up for someone this someone this good. And we'll talk yeah. about uh, Holiday Holiday getting rerouted later, but he he had some great moments in Milwaukee in the playoffs, um, helped them win the title. But he's going to become an uh, a real target for a lot of contending teams. There's probably a list about 10 teams that could go after him uh, feasibly. But um, from a Suns fan perspective, what do you think of moving on from Aiton um, after, I guess, four, five seasons? And yeah. do you like the return of Nurkic um, just as a one-to-one, or are you more focused on the wing pieces? Um, I think you have to focus a little bit on the wing pieces just because that's what kind of makes us a little bit more bearable in, in my eyes. I mean, it's kind of funny because like I've wanted to get rid of Aiden for so long and, and somehow this package just doesn't feel like um, enough for him. You know, I, I understand that his values tanked quite a bit, especially yeah, his value after his struggles this past low. year. Yeah, and I mean, obviously the relationships within the locker room have seemed kind of strained. I, I don't really think that Booker's really wanted to play with them for the last couple of years. Um, you know, obviously Chris Paul is gone as well. So, I mean, if there was any sort of friendship there, I, I'm honestly not even sure what the relationship with Chris Paul was like because that seemed a little weird too. Yeah. Um, but, you know, all, all things considered, it just feels like Aiden was kind of, um, you know, he, he kind of lost most of his guys, right? Campaign, Mikhail, they're all gone. Um, so it really felt like Aiden would have been sort of on an island, um, in in the locker room. Uh, but at the same time, he kind of brought in a new coach and a lot of his struggles were with, uh, Monty. And so I would have thought that you at least kind of give Vogel a chance to, to revitalize Aiden and kind of turn him into like, you know, I, I really felt like he could have been first or second team all defense this year, right. Under Vogel. And that's sort of the piece that we are missing at this point because, I mean, there are definitely going to be perimeter defense questions. There's going to be a lot of rim protection questions. And, you know, I don't know if Nurkic is really the guy that's going to be able to step in and, and do all that at as high a level as Aiton could have done. Um, that being said, like, yeah, we, we have wanted to get, you know, move on from Aiton for a while. Um, I think Grayson Allen is a, an intriguing piece that could, you know, he, he could play a lot of minutes come playoff time. Um, and so that's kind of a good piece to uh, get and, um, you know, Nasir Little, I, I don't know how much he's really going to feature come playoff time, but gives you a little bit of size, gives you another, uh, you know, wing defender. And, and that's kind of what we're missing right now as well. So depth wise, I like it, but, uh, it just feels like we did get worse. Um, and, but again, that's kind of assuming that Aiden would have played up to his potential and 
not tanked and wanted to play under Vogel and wanted to, you know, keep on playing with this team, which, you know, there, there are a lot of questions about too. So um, I, I guess, yeah, I have the the trust that uh, James Jones probably did the right thing there, but it uh, definitely feels like we got a little bit worse with the trade. Not better. Yeah. You feel, you feel like Aiton's value is at an all time low off of last season. And if you look at the way that this, the past two Suns seasons have ended um, Dallas, obviously the blowout in game seven and then, Last year, Aiden doesn't play in the game six versus the Nuggets, where it seemed like a lot of a lot of people internally thought that he could have played. Um, the injury wasn't that severe, which and it kind of came yeah. out of nowhere in that series. But um, yeah, it's we. I remember when Aiden got drafted, um, we we kind of didn't get it why they picked him number one over Luca. Yeah. Um, and yes. it, it kind of. <laughs> I mean, you could trace you could trace like the last five years of the league down to that moment, but. Um, <laughs> he's getting a fresh start now and, you know, hopefully he can play with some force. And that was always the knock on him. Um, and yeah, I think, I think what you said about losing, losing the guys in the locker room that were with them for the original, for this original run um, to the 2021 finals, a lot of those guys are gone now besides Booker. Everybody's uh, gone except for Booker. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um, crazy. Which is, which is crazy to think about by itself, but um, yeah. And part of this for Portland is getting off the Nurkic contract. It doesn't make sense much sense at all for them to um, for them to keep him because they, they want to lose now. And I guess we'll transition to talking about holiday now um, and all the potential suitors you could have. Um, and we'll talk about Miami at the end a little bit, I guess, because they, they failed in a big way. Uh, yeah. Business. But um, holiday. So we talked to, we talked a little bit offline about this. Um, uh, we like seeing him in Miami Um we like seeing him in Los Angeles for the Clippers. Um, and there's a Dallas was brought up by a friend of mine. I don't know what Dallas trades. That, that's what we were trying to figure out. And we were struggling. Um, uh, that, that's York. kind of Dallas's problem at this point. New York is an interesting spot. The Celtics are like trying to win the arms race here. Um, the Kings were brought up. Um, I think that would be. I, yeah, I like as much. I think I think I like the Heat and maybe New York second second best because I think him him playing with Brunson is really fun. But um, the Heat yeah. obviously the hero hero just swapping him for Holiday is is a pretty um, is that an upgrade for the Heat? <laughs> yeah, is is it a straight up upgrade? I don't know. I think it is. I, I want to say it is, but I, it's not like they're struggling with, with defense, you know, and they like hero kind of gives them that, like without hero, that offense, I'm, I'm, I don't know if I like that. <laughs> like, I think that's a big problems. Maybe, but they had such a run without hero last year. I, I Yeah. Still developing. But... And I, I understand they want to be good. For, they want to, they don't want to ever tank tank and be like, not be a playoff team. So they probably wouldn't do it, but. Um, I mean that defense yeah. would be unbelievable if they were add if they were to add Holiday to that backcourt. Um, oh, for sure. Looking yeah. at some of the pieces they lost and Vincent Lowry's, you know, he's older. If you just have, but if you have Lowry and Holiday in the backcourt, just those two by themselves are pretty dangerous. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't know if they would do it. The Clippers fit is really interesting. They have a lot of different pieces they could trade. Terrence Mann comes to mind. Um, who else? Um, uh, I actually don't know who they have left now. <laughs> Great piece wise. Well, they have so many. So they have so many of those mid range salaries. I'm just trying to separate. Yeah, 
the guys from the yeah. Room. I mean, salary matching would be fairly easy. It's just like who can you really give up? Like Bones Highland, maybe is like if you yeah. still count him as a decent prospect, but his value is kind of tanked. Um, I don't know. I mean, you might see like a Covington or Batum end up back in Portland. Yeah, I could see um, Man, and then maybe Covington or Batum get get go to a third team potentially. Um, yeah, I mean, Norman Powell team. might be on the block. I honestly don't know. Yeah. They have a lot of those big range guys that could match salary. Yeah. Oh. The problem for them more is that they don't really have anybody that Portland would be all that interested in. I mean, man, it's not a bad piece, but yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just kind of bare there in terms of draft value. So trade value. What do you think is most likely? I think I, I kind of want to say Boston is the most likely because I think Boston has the most to give. And I think Boston's probably going to be pushing the hardest. Miami, like you said, like, I don't know if they just want to kind of give up on, like, their, like if you commit to Drew, then you're saying, like, we have to win this year. And then, like, I don't know what the future looks like for that yeah. team because, I mean, Butler's not getting younger. Drew's pretty old at this point, too. Um, outside of that, I don't know if the Knicks will go that hard for him, but I, I think they should. Um, I think that might be kind of what they're what they need right now. Um, I, but yeah, I, I think the Clippers and Miami, if anything, are kind of the outsiders looking in at this point for for. It's Drew. the Celtics. The, the Clippers have shown interest in Brogdon before. Um, yeah, maybe that's what you're looking for, and you're, you're sort of you're Some slotting sort of three teamer. Yeah, you're slotting that into the Marcus Smart value that they lost, and I mean that immediately becomes yeah. like I would probably put them over the Bucks as the favorites. Boston. If that happens, no yeah, no way. I this Bucks team is crazy good. That, that lineup I, is <laughs> unbelievable. But that I don't know, man. I don't think Drew is going to be the difference for Boston. I really don't. I I, I just think like, that team has too many issues. I think it's a matchup. Like I, you can have him on Lillard, and with right now, I mean, you, I mean it doesn't change. Like I don't think Boston's going to be able to play like when. The Bucks just start running high pick and rolls with Giannis and Dame. Like, I don't think who's on Dame is going to matter. Like, I don't think Drew's going to be able to break those up. Like, yeah. that's just going to be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and then you can, like, run a high pick and roll with Brooke and Dame as well. Like, I, I don't know. It's a whole bunch of issues for that Boston team. And I don't know if anybody in the East has answers for, for those. Well, um, if moving to the Miami side of this, um, they obviously were going hard after Dame this whole summer. There were a lot of rumors about it being structured around Hero and Jovich and pretty much all the picks that they had and not wanting to put Caleb Martin in the deal and the constant um, position that we, that we got from Portland was that they didn't like the offer and they didn't think it was good enough. Um, and now we see that the Bucks kind of swooped in here in the last couple of days. Um, there were a lot of there was some Toronto rumors earlier um, last week, especially the Toronto rumors are odd. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I never understood that. But um, yeah. now the Heat have not only have they not gotten Lillard, what is which is who they were looking at all summer. Um, they've also like side note, Dan Levitard like was called woe like a like a paid for like shill of the of the of portland he was like, just like <laughs> so confident that 
that I mean he, he probably is to be fair but like it, like I don't know why they're so mad about it I don't like, think he's paid by Portland yeah no he's not I don't think he's paid by Portland I'm sure he like does favors to them to like keep on getting information but like you know yeah it's not <laughs> they, that's just insider yeah, life he, I feel like he, he made it seem like he didn't know what he's talking about which is wrong because he, he broke this, yeah he broke this news yesterday yeah so. um now jimmy butler has said the league should look into tampering <laughs> which is ironic i thought that was a joke right like <laughs> no I, I think it is a joke but um, okay okay yeah. <laughs> i mean I, I don't i think he's disappointed and i think the heat fans yeah. are disappointed that they didn't get him because they were looking at getting Dame, and then potentially if if Giannis Giannis had a lot of comments this summer about like this future in Milwaukee, which seems to be seems to be alleviated by this this move. But um, you know the Heat were always a target for that. Going back to the when he when he signed the extension last time before they won the title, and then immediately they got Drew right after that, and then this time when there's worries about him signing the extension again, they go out and get Lillard. So. Um, the Bucs has done a great job at, at keeping him happy and getting talent. Um, but I mean, can the heat even, can the heat run this back? Like, like, I mean, they have to at this point, right? Like they gotta try, but I, I think they're pretty clearly like the third best team. I mean, they don't if have that... to, there, there are moves they could make. They could, they could like, you could trade Bam if get. you want to, but I don't think they should like. No, no, I, th- I think Bam is there for, for a while. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say heat lifer, but like Bam seems like he might be a heat lifer. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then outside of that, like, I don't think you're moving on from the Jimmy, Jimmy experiment yet. Right. Like, I mean, he's given you too much and like, he's still, you know, like a, he didn't have the greatest final three rounds this past year. And like, uh, he kind of used up most of what he had against Milwaukee, but like he was also playing on presumably a pretty bad ankle um and so you know you pretty much trust i think in jimmy to to get the job done again next year but i don't know that the team's looking a little a little bare right now too so i, I don't know who else they they can really count on unless it you're is. like expecting a big leap from Martin. they've surprised us they've surprised us before um yeah i mean maybe they're just gonna pull two more guys out of nowhere like i i could totally see it happening but <laughs> yeah um and they've i mean yeah, they, they do basically sort of come out of nowhere. Um, now Harden seems like the next domino to fall. Um, he's been he has he's been doubling down on his Daryl Morey is a liar take. Um, do do you go hard for Harden if you're Miami? No, I don't like that at all. At all? Oh, okay. Spicy. Like what? I, <laughs> to me, that just that just marginalizes Jimmy so much. Like I don't I don't know that yeah. like. Harden does Harden like the heat culture with Harden is just such such a bad fit too. Like, like yeah, I just don't see him like. And if he quits on that team, it's it's even more of a disaster because you know those guys oh, are all accountable. Um, I just think that yeah. could up so easily. I think I think if you're if you're a team, I think all of these teams are going to prioritize going after Drew than rather than Harden. Like I could see like. Harden Harden's got to make a decision if he, if he wants to report to camp next week um, for the Sixers. So that's going to be. I mean, I'm sure there's yeah. going to be a lot of soap opera around that. And I think I think like media days are yeah. coming up. Like we're gonna we're gonna find out at least some stuff about that and um, see yeah. what Embiid thinks of all this. And, and maybe Embiid is, you know, Embiid's had some comments this summer too about about winning somewhere that may not be Philadelphia. So 
Um, yeah. the, Knicks, the Knicks might be holding their fire for that. And that's, that's maybe why you don't see them really actively engaging with, with Drew or with Harden. But I think this Drew thing potentially could move fast. Like, I don't, I don't know if there's an incentive for Portland to keep him on the roster. Uh, I think, yeah, Drew's going to be on a different team by the end of the summer, I would think. Yeah. yeah. Portland wants to lose and they've, they've got off their guys. And, um, yeah. Here's hoping that Drew thing happens fast. The Pelicans are a possibility for Drew. I've seen that somewhere. I was going to bring that up. Yeah. I think the only way to do that is trade trade CJ to a third team. Um, oh, okay. Three team deal somehow because I don't think Port- I don't under- like Portland doesn't want CJ mm. kind of accomplishing the same thing that you have with Drew. So, um, and I don't yeah. like Ingram. Um, so no, I mean, what about the young guys though? Herb, Trey. Herb, but potentially Herb. So since Herb just signed that extension, it would have to wait a little while. Um, until oh, he's that's true. But, um, like yeah. Dyson Daniels, I guess, is on the board. But yeah, um, I don't know how intriguing that is for Portland. But yeah, I, don't, I I just don't I don't see that really happening. Those teams have worked together in the past with the McCollum, yeah. trade, Josh Hart. Oh. So um, like that could become. That could become a thing. I wouldn't be shocked. Um, I just don't really know if I want that. Um, I, I yeah, like you. I'm, Holiday might might be an upgrade of the over the injured version of McCollum that we saw last year, but uh, even still, I'm, I'm not. That doesn't get me too excited if we have to trade the young guys. I don't think it really moves the. Uh, it doesn't really move the needle for you guys. No, our needle is all about Zion and the the needle and the scale. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Um, oh, no comment. No comment on that. Do you have any <laughs> any more about the different angles of this trade? I mean, I feel like we covered a lot. Um. No, I think the only thing I wanted to say was kind of go back to something that you mentioned earlier, where like it feels like it was kind of a light return for Dame. Like, it's it was what one pick, one unprotected pick, and two pick swaps, and I guess you're banking on getting maybe two more pick swaps and a second rounder for drew so like that's kind of the whole thing for dame um it's yeah i don't know it just feels kind of light but i mean uh, for portland theoretically so, Aiton's the big prize if he's able to yeah play. yeah i guess so like he's I, gonna I have no, like the, pretty much the entire time aiden's been on the suns there's been a lot of pressure on him and that team is that team has been and now it's yeah, I got zero pressure. Yeah, now yeah. it's completely gone. So I think he could turn it around. And uh, yeah. for them, like, you know, I don't know what that offense is going to really look like, but you've got Scoot, Scoot and him potentially becoming pick and roll partners. Maybe that's maybe that reinvigorates yeah. him. And Scoot, Scoot's already seems like a, a natural leader. So um, hoping that can yeah. invigorate him. And it ends what, 23? Maybe not even. Eaton? Yeah, he's below he's 25. twenty-five already. Wow. Oh, okay. Okay. He just turned twenty-five this That's year. Cool. Yeah, this summer. Um, I do like uh, the Grayson Allen move yeah. for, for for you guys. Uh, I can't believe he's been that long. Yeah, yeah. No, I like the Grayson Allen move a lot. Um, I mean, it kind of yeah, I guess it makes us even more hated than than we already were. But uh, we kind of <laughs> knew that. Uh, definitely, I, I would assume he's coming off the bench. But uh, yeah, kind of slots into that six man role. Uh, yeah, he's been in some big uh, games. Kind of see it playing out, but definitely a more reliable. Yeah, a lot of experience. Like... I mean, a lot of uh, he can even run the point. Yeah, 
He's well, more uh, yeah, the our, Ross. our shooting is kind of gone, gone out at this point. So yeah, I mean, I think Ross they didn't even trust him really last year in the playoffs. Um, like shooters wise, it's kind of. I mean, Eric Gordon was the big pickup, I guess, that yeah. like is consistent. But outside of that, like you're kind of counting on like a Kobe and Damian Lee to like do well. I don't know what we're gonna get from Watanabe. I don't know what we're gonna get from Jordan Goodwin. Like they're some of the bench pieces. It's just like I have no idea what we're gonna get. So yeah, Grayson Allen Lee is like a known quantity off the bench. So it's kind of nice. At worst, lateral move for you guys, I think. I don't. I think I just think Aiden was never. Yeah, maybe like a slight downgrade, but yeah. So, sometimes you have to. Yeah, I think everyone kind of gave up on on Aiden, right? So, that's fair. Yeah, I, I'm definitely. I, I think I was a little bit more down on it yesterday, like immediately. Yeah, after, but now that I'm like thinking about it more, I'm kind of like, yeah, like it's it's probably time to move on from Aiden. But I, I don't know. It doesn't feel. It, it never feels like great trading your number one pick you know, so. for something. So. Um, no, no, yeah. And I might be seeing that soon. <laughs> it really doesn't. Um, <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> a little ominous foreshadowing right there. <laughs> oh, now if they could only, now if they could only get their hands on Nas Reed, maybe, maybe the sun. Oh yeah, that, that's the, <laughs> the missing piece right there. <laughs> yep. You're gonna be pushing your Nas Reed agenda all year, aren't you? Well, he's great. So he's you know, if cat misses yeah, time great. again, you could slot right in. Um, yeah, I think can. that's gonna it do can. it for us. Um, so the short one, yep. probably been one of the shortest ones we've ever had because we only had the one thing to talk about. But um, yeah, emergency pod, keep it nice yeah. and sweet, short and sweet. Yep. We are going. We have crafted our own top ten player lists. Um, that we're gonna unveil next time. Yes, or unveil next time. So that will be unveiled. Yeah, it'll be unveiled unless there's another crazy trade. But um, that will be – I'm sure that'll be a long one. And then, you know, season season is in like just a little over three weeks. So we'll get rolling. Yeah. Basketball's back, baby.